Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And uh, sometimes when I say my last name, it sounds like Easley, like with a Z. But it has an S in it. Um, but I don't really respect the S the same way I respect the Z, you know what I mean? Like, you don't say something is easy, you know? When an artist puts a canvas up on an easel, you don't really say it like an S either. You know, I respect the S at the end of a sentence. I mean, at the end of a word, you know what I mean? Like plural. I respect the S at the beginning, like snake. <laughs> you know, but in the middle of my name, I don't know, not so much. I don't I don't like that. East, Eastly, nope. East is an exception, I suppose. I don't know. But it's been a long time that I've been telling people that that's my name. So I'm not going to change it now. Some people do that. Some people will have the same name for a long time. And then one day, boop, nope, call me this now. And then everybody gets confused. I don't want to do that to people. I have noticed something recently. Uh, I, po- I did an episode two episodes ago called episode 112. Van Helsing, and this this episode is named after a movie that I watched years ago, and one of my boys said that that movie was ass, and I said, and I laughed actually, I thought that was funny because I enjoyed it, but maybe I just have bad taste, you ever think about somebody, like something you love, and everybody is like trashing it, I don't get ashamed, if I like something that a bunch of people think sucked, I'm just like, that's so crazy. So many people hate this. I don't get it. I love it. <laughs> Maybe I just have really bad taste. Um, and I'm okay with it because I am secure. So I talk to my therapist. I'm one of those people that also um, talks about how he's in therapy. You know, I kind of haven't spoke. I hadn't, hadn't spoken to my therapist for a while. And then uh, I spoke to her recently. Because I was just feeling overwhelmed, there's a lot of change in my life, and I think it's important that we're able to admit when we need a little bit of help. Because you know what's really annoying? Unloading all your bullshit on your friends all the time. You know, why don't you talk to your therapist so that way, once you get it all off your chest and you get to be around your friends, you can... Um, you can just enjoy your time with your friends. So anyway, I put this uh, episode out called Van Helsing. And it was the best performing episode that I've done in a long time. And when I say performing, I mean like I put these episodes out and fucking 12 people listen to them. And then this one, like 150 people listen to it in one day. And I was like, huh. Interesting. 12 is a little bit of an exaggeration, but hey. Something around there. Okay, fine. Maybe 10. I'm being generous. No, but 150 people listen to this shit. And I was like, what the fuck is it? So maybe it's because I called the episode the title of a movie. You know? So right now, I'm going to call it... This episode is called The Godfather. Now, if anybody notices, I named my episodes after maybe one thing that I might have said in the middle of the episode or something that may have come up or something vaguely related to something that I talked about in the episode. It'll be like a phrase. It'll be 
one word. It'll be the title of a movie. Um, yeah. Occasionally it might be incoherent, but in a coherent way. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, this episode is called The Godfather now. Okay, this is The Godfather. Hello, welcome to The Godfather. I fucking one time was asked actually to be a godfather. And the funny thing is now it's going to make sense because I was asked to be a godfather. And I remember immediately going, how the fuck do you do this? So apparently you have to show up somewhere and there's a guy and he goes, you're the godfather. Well, basically, it's I think a priest does it, right? I don't actually know. I just remember not being able to make it. Um, and I didn't necessarily want to do it. I never foresaw myself being anyone's godfather. What's the rules of godfatherhood? The rules are if the parents somehow are no longer able to take care of their child for some reason, whether it's tragedy, maybe they decide to become heroin addicts or something, you, which is a tragedy, right, I guess, to some people. I'm wearing a sweater, by the way. It's summertime. It's fucking hot outside, but it's cold in here, baby. That AC is pumping. Um, something happens to the parents. You now are in charge of taking care of their children. But isn't that weird? Because wouldn't their parents, like the grandparents, be in charge? Or like their sib- like their next of kin? I don't know that, what, what that means. Hold on. So what I'm going to do is, what are the rules? Friendship is everything. This is not. This is the movie, Godfather. Friendship is everything, though. Rules of being a Jedi. Nope. Wow, that's funny. If you type in rules of being a... I'm going to tell you the first, the, first, uh, the first few things that come up. Rules of being a Jedi. Rules of being a nun. Rules of being a Disney princess. Rules of being a man. Rules of being a Mormon. You know, these fucking Mormons are out here getting away with murder. I'll tell you that right now. Um, no, they're just choosing to have a really hard life. Who the fuck wants that many wives? That doesn't make any sense. Nobody, anybody who says, I want to have that many wives should be fucking, should have their fucking brain examined. All right? It's just not, it doesn't seem like a great idea. Now, a godparent must normally be an appropriate person at least 16 years of age. Wow, you could be 16 and a godfather? That seems way too fucking young. A godfather? That sounds like somebody who's at least 37 years old. This is my godfather. He's 37. His name is Rick. Um, a confirmed Catholic who has received the Eucharist. Oh, because I didn't get the Eucharist. I didn't read the baby books. No one has ever raised a baby without reading the baby books. Remember Knocked Up? It was a great movie. That's before I started to fucking dislike Seth Rogen. I don't hate him. I just don't care for him very much. Um, not under any canonical penalty and may not be the parent of the child. Hold on a second. Let me re- let me go back. A confirmed Catholic who has not who has received the Eucharist not under any canonical penalty. The fuck does that mean? 
Yo, I feel like these people just make words up so they could sound important, so they could sound official. You know, back in the day, a bunch of white dudes would be in a room wearing black robes and wearing these big white wigs and writing stuff down and going, and these are the rules that everybody else has to follow. And if they don't, then they're fucking, they're, they belong in prison or they don't belong here. You know what I say? I say, fuck those guys. Fuck them all. Right? Of course I was going to say that. Hey, if you are one of my very few listeners and you knew and you heard me start talking about that, you knew it was coming. You know why? Because I don't really like, uh, I don't really like that people had the audacity to make certain rules. And, you know, these are the real rules. Let me tell you Corey's rules. Corey's rules are, hey, mind your fucking business, number one. That's the first rule. The second rule is don't kill nobody. Verbatim. That's the second rule. Don't kill nobody. The third rule, don't steal from nobody. Isn't it funny that the first rule is the most important rule, though? Don't. No, sorry. Mind your fucking business. That's the first rule. Yo, I feel like if you mind your business and you don't kill nobody and you don't steal from nobody, you're a good person. That's it. Um, being considerate of others. If, like, think, let's think about. Let's break down the first rule. All right, let's break. Let's break it down a little bit. Mind your fucking business. Minding your business doesn't mean I'm just going to keep to myself and fucking have blinders on all the time. Minding your business means respecting other people's privacy. Respecting that people don't need to tell you every little detail of their lives. People don't owe you an explanation for shit. Uh, You know, people can marry whoever they want. Fuck whoever they want. If it's not affecting you, it doesn't matter. People can like what they like. Even if you don't like it, who gives a shit? It's none of your fucking business. Um, You know what I mean? You know when you tell somebody, oh, I uh, I love Rocky Road ice cream. And they go, ugh, Rocky Road is gross. You should be allowed to just straight up kick that person in the fucking balls. Or if it's a woman, you should be able to punch her right in the titty. Hard too. Like hard enough for it to hurt. So that way, they could learn their lesson. That's how you teach children. <laughs> That's how I learned back in the day. Don't do that. Well, why should I not do that? Oh, because I'm uh, somebody's going to inflict pain on me if I do this thing. So I don't do it. And now, look at me. I'm a fucking upstanding citizen. <sighs> Having a cup of coffee, by the way. I tell you what. Recording these episodes in the morning is great. It's great. Doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, people who uh, mind your fucking business is just powerful. It's powerful. You can be happy and let somebody else also be happy. Let other motherfuckers be happy too. The problem is everybody's all in each other's business all the time. You know, that's how wars get started. Because people are like, oh, what the fuck? What's going on over there? Like whole countries are doing it. Like the leaders of the country. You know, I think the wrong, like, people who, like, so desperately want power and want to be in charge may not always be the people who should have power and be in charge. 
I'm not the first person to say this. And whoever was the first person to say that, I agree with them 100%. Um, now, what are the rules of being a godparent? I digressed. Which was one of the names of this podcast originally. But I digress. Wait, hold on a second. Godparents must be chosen by the parents or the guardian. I thought godparents were chosen by God. I thought you had to go down to the church and open up a book and light a bunch of candles. I think that's how you get Satan to show up, right? <laughs> light a bunch of candles. How do you get God to show up? There's so many movies where people just light a bunch of candles in a circle. They sit in a room somewhere. And they open a fucking book, and they turn off all the lights. I guess you would turn the lights off if you have that many candles. Um, you can't do this in the daytime. Unless you, like, put, like, fucking blackout curtains in the window or something. Maybe go to a hotel and do it so you don't have to do it at home. Um, that's how you get Satan to come. How do you get God to come? <clears throat> if this was, like, a, if I was really, really dead fucking serious, how would I get God to come? I would go somewhere beautiful. Seeing that, uh... Typically in these stories, um, you know, there's so many different versions of this, but like God would be associated with um, just beauty. I would go somewhere like pristine and not ruined by humans, human hands, like not that not like filled with litter and people spitting and pissing and shitting all over the place. Speaking of shitting all over the place, I was riding a bike the other day. And a bird shit directly on my leg. Perfect timing. I was passing under a telephone. Was it? No, like a street light. And a uh, bird caught me right on the thigh. Right on the thigh. Like it was waiting for me. And, you know, I, I thought... People say, you know, oh, that's good luck. Not a fucking single good thing happened to me <laughs> that day. Um, but it's all right. Maybe one day my ship is coming. If there's one thing I learned... Is about uh, getting in a rhythm and getting in a grind. Whenever you feel like, oh God, this is like this week is endless. This day is fucking never gonna end. I'm so tired. I could barely stand up. My fucking feet hurt. Like those days always come and go. There's always a point where you're sitting down somewhere later. Like, man, that was crazy. But now I get to rest. If you could just Get it in your head that the fucking that that shit's temporary. <laughs> it's just so hard to be that fucking positive when you feel that miserable. It is one of the hardest things in the world, and I think motivational speakers and all this shit. I think they're just like are having a great day, or at least able to you know pretend they are for the motivational speech. And these motherfuckers are out there like listen. And when you, and you, you know, this is the thing about a motivational speaker. They'll talk about, and I came from this, and they'll become successful and shit. You know, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, but if I had to guess, um, even when you're going through a tough time, if you are successful and have, and f like, you have crazy financial stability and generational wealth and shit like that, nothing is really that stressful. The truth of the matter is, we think about money all the time. We think about time all the time. And honestly, I think time is more valuable than money. 
What do you want to do? Do you want to work a job where you have to work around the fucking clock from the moment your eyes open to the moment you lay down in bed at night to go to sleep, if you even get a fucking chance to? Or do you want to work a job where, you know, you can pay your bills? You're not necessarily rolling in the fucking dough. But you got time to spend with your family, your friends, doing activities that you like to do. I don't know. I think most people would choose to, uh, to have the time. It's just soul crushing to feel like you don't have time for yourself or anything, right? Like... Some people like that shit, though. And I don't think they really like it. I think some people love being so wrapped up in work because it distracts them from dealing with their own emotions and their own sadness. It's, it's very uncomfortable. I feel like it takes, a, it takes a very like mature and evolved person to sit down with themselves and their thoughts and to be alone in the silence by yourself. Um... I think everyone is capable of going insane. <laughs> everyone. You saw what happened to Smeagol in The Lord of the Rings. He lost his fucking mind. What happens when you lose your mind? You just start to become grotesque looking. You got like three strands of hair hanging off your head. Your teeth all fall out. But you have just enough teeth to still eat something hard occasionally. Otherwise, you got to just gum everything down. It's a real fucking bummer. Eat pudding and shit. You know, like, do people really like pudding? Come on. Um, what are godparents supposed to do? <laughs> and he circles back. Hold on. Uh, traditionally, the role of the godparent is grounded in Christianity. So the Christianity made this shit up. With the practice most often being associated with Catholicism. Within the Catholic Church, a godparent must be chosen from the congregation. What the fuck? And commit to guiding their godchild's spiritual life beginning with their baptism. Okay, hold on. So two people have a child. And then the church has to pick a motherfucker to be their godparent. Like, listen, so I want you to hang out with this third person. It's a godfather or a godmother, I suppose. Um. Yeah, this third person's gonna help you raise your child. Uh, yeah, but we don't need them. Nope, they're gonna help you. They're gonna be there. And they're gonna make sure that that kid is also a Catholic, right? So whatever you, I don't know how you want to do it, but uh, yeah. Well, shit. Can they pick them up from school and buy all their Christmas presents too? Let's not get carried away. Well, then tell them to get the fuck out of my house because we don't need them. All right. Well, you can't come back to the church anymore. Great. I'm gonna start my own church. Yeah, that's the attitude that I feel like I have. Oh, you can't do it? All right, cool. Well, fuck you then. I'm going to start my own thing. Um, and then I'll walk away and really not know how to start my own thing. But at least I said it. You ever have those moments where you wish you could rewind time and say the thing you should have said? Sometimes it's fun to fantasize about those things. You ever tell a motherfucker off while you're taking a shower? They have a fake argument with somebody? And you see that person and you never have the argument. But it's fun anyway to just practice. I think that's therapeutic. I think people get it twisted. You don't necessarily need 
to be in therapy. God, this guy's always talking about therapy. I guess therapy is important. But I used to do my own fucking laundry when I was 10 years old. And I would go to the laundromat by myself because it was a couple blocks away from our, our where we lived. And I would take my own shit and I would be in there and I would have headphones in listening to music. And I would fold all my own clothes. I was 10, I swear to God. And uh, look at me saying, I swear to God. That means something to people. This used to mean something. Um, and I would fold all my own shit. And I would take time. It would be like a Saturday morning or something after I finished watching my cartoons, whatever. And um, I used to be like, yo, you know, it's like therapeutic. I didn't really know what that meant, but I heard, I, I felt like I knew what it meant. And I was right. It is therapeutic. Washing the fucking dishes is kind of therapeutic. Doing like little mundane activities is therapeutic. It just kind of like it gives you anything I think that gives you time to think and not be staring at a screen is therapeutic, which is ironic because my therapy and I do video <laughs> video calls. I'm not laying across a fucking a fucking chase in an office while she's holding a notebook, writing scribble scrabble in a notebook while I'm going. Yeah, no, my dad just, uh, he would say I'm coming to pick you up and I'd be sitting by the window and, uh, just waiting for him and it would, he'd say seven o'clock and it would be seven thirty, and I'd be sitting by the window and then I would call him and he wouldn't answer the phone and then I, I would call him again and he might answer the phone and it'd be real loud in the background and he'd be like, I'll, I'll, I'll be there in like 20 minutes and then 20 minutes would go by and he wouldn't be there and then. And uh, then eventually he just wouldn't show up. And my mom would be really angry about it. Um, that really did happen, by the way. Um, I used to think about that a lot, actually. I used to think about that shit all the time. And then you start trying to act tough because I feel like we just learn behavior from watching other motherfuckers. So I'm like, oh, my dad was, my dad would make promises to me and then lie or not, or not lie, but not keep his word. I would want to see him and he would basically tell me to go fuck myself without actually saying it. So fuck him. Right, and then you just become angry as fuck, and then you get in your twenties, you go to bars and you get fucking outrageously drunk and start fights with people, hook up with a bunch of chicks because you think you're you're hot shit all of a sudden, and uh, then you <laughs> you get a little bit older and you realize that you don't really know how to be a person because you spent all this time being angry and just riding on that emotion. To the point where now I get overwhelmed and I try to make myself angry because I'm so comfortable in that emotion. But now I just, you know, I'm just so fucking mellow now. I just get overwhelmed and I just let the fuck, I let it take me to a different place. I go, uh, you know what? Once you start talking about exactly how you feel, it actually just makes you feel better. And that's why therapy is good. That's why therapy is good. Um... Can I be a godfather if I'm not Catholic? If a person is not Catholic but is baptized Christian, but is a baptized Christian, whoa, hooked on phonics over here. I can't read. Um, 
who belongs to a non-Catholic denomination and a good example of Christianity in practice, he may participate together with a godparent who meets all the requirements above as a Christian witness of the baptism. Canon law can. Canon law. What is this shit? I could look it up, too. It's funny enough. Um, you can't just walk in there and go, I'm a Catholic. Okay. Well, when was the last time you had the Eucharist? Well, I ate a piece of toast this morning. All right, you're in. Um, so the Eucharist, let me just make sure I, I think. The, the Eucharist is the bread and the butter, right? The bread and the body. The bread and butter, baby. The fuck is the Eucharist? The Christian ceremony commemorating the Last Supper in which bread and wine are consecrated. Yo, we didn't even have the real Eucharist at my church, bro. I grew up in the Bronx. We had like little saltines and a fucking Welch's grape juice. Where's the real shit? Jesus didn't make these motherfuckers drink grape juice. They were in there getting fucked up. You can't have this. Why? It's not for children. Bullshit. It's Welch's grape juice. You know? Let's talk about the sugar addicts in the family. Not sharing that Welch's grape with the kids who really need it. I'm going to go play on the playground. You're going to sit on the couch and talk on the phone all day, you fat bitch. I would never. Um, all right. Last one. <laughs> Last one, last one. Should godparents be family or friends? A godparent must be in regular contact with the family. Man, these are some strict rules. Don't ask someone who you know will be one of those godparents who no one has seen for years. That's why I couldn't really be the godfather. I pulled this disappearing act and went on a fucking Dave Chappelle style spiritual journey, baby. I would love to go to Africa and just go on a spiritual journey and be like, damn, this is, um, and just fucking just be around my motherfucking ancestors and shit, right? Although a lot of my ancestors were brought here as slaves. Uh, <laughs> don't ask someone who you know. Will be one of those godparents who no one has seen for years. Being a godparent is both an honor and a responsibility. Man, shut the fuck up. This godparent shit is, bo is fucking bogus. I'll tell you what. It takes a village to raise a child. If you're going to be there for your friends who are having kids and need help, be there. If you're not, stay the fuck out of it. Let people raise their own kids on their own. They have families. And if they don't, and if they need your help, they will ask you for help. And that goes back to tie it up in a little bow. Rule number one. Mind your fucking business. Just be a good person. Don't kill nobody. Don't steal from nobody. That's a wrap. Listen everybody. Have a nice day. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. If you enjoyed this podcast. Share it with somebody. Maybe 150 motherfuckers will listen to this one in a day. Um... And if you have any questions, concerns, disagreements, agreements, if you want to say, hey, Corey, you're doing a great job, or if you want to say, Corey, your podcast sucks, keep doing it until you have one listener. I'm losing followers every day, baby. Think I give a fuck? All right. Uh, take care of yourselves and the people you love. You can email me at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com. I love you all. Have a fucking blessed day. Thank you. Bye.